0: 20 digit Scene Review Podcast, episode 38. Myself, co host David, and with me this evening is Alex. How are you doing tonight, Alex?
1: I'm good. I'm well. That's amazing. For this uh, exciting uh, (laughs) pick we have here.
0: (laughs) Yes, today's Scene Review Podcast features a scene from Karate Kid 3. Not the first time that the Scene Review podcast has reviewed a scene from the Karate Kid series, but I felt it was time. Uh, there are several reasons for it. Uh, and incidentally, the Cobra Kai Netflix or Cobra Kai series is on Netflix. And I believe this movie is referenced a heck of a lot in, this, in the latest season. I have not seen it, people have been raving about it. Alex, have you seen Cobra Kai?
1: I've I've seen a uh, scene here and there from earlier seasons okay. I haven't looked at anything from the the current one but you you see the trailers being pushed yeah. out in the main constantly menu with, with the the Mr. Silver. And, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and all
0: that. And yeah, apparently a lot of the um, there's a lot of flashback scenes to that to this movie uh and enlightening a lot of viewers in many different ways. Now, the scene I have picked from Karate Kid 3 is Honestly, an all-time favorite, and I can say that without the influence of this latest nostalgic swing of things. Alex, do you recall? Uh, Alex, do you recall back in the '90s, you and I created a video? Believe this in the <laughs> '90s for a friend of ours, and we took this exact scene as one yeah, of our inspirations. Yeah. So it we was funny.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I was just going to say back in the day, it was super low tech where we did, had no—we were just kids and had no concept of any notion of video editing or whatever equipment. So we literally just took like a camcorder and filled yep. the TV as it yep. played. And all yep. of it's... It was it's the easiest thing to do. Yeah.
0: It was the easiest yeah. thing to do, right? And it was the only thing to do for us at that time. But this exact... And what would the scene review podcast be without a scene that we've picked out Oh what, almost 30 years ago? Yeah, that's that's <laughs> yeah. crazy, right? Cra- <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> so anyway, on to the scene that we've identified. It is the final scene of the movie. It is absolutely epic. A quick synopsis of Karate Kid 3, the movie. Uh I'll be honest, it's actually not a great movie <laughs> in mm-hmm. its entirety. But mm-hmm. Lucy follows uh Daniel Russo trying to defend his title and he's a bit hoodwinked by, uh, Mr. Silver there, uh, not realizing that, um, this is a scheme all along to bring him back into the circle of things where, um, he, uh, is going to be facing Mike Barnes who is I think a national karate champion or something like that. But any event it's a it's a big scheme to get him back into the ring and to humiliate him and take vengeance for the win. Uh, so it's vengeance against both Miyagi and Daniel Russo and this is sort of the climactic end to it. Now leading up to this I will make a few notes here it's very very important. Uh, Miyagi, Mr. Miyagi and Daniel's son did actually have a bit of a, a disagreement. He, d- he didn't agree to train Daniel originally for this. It was against his principles. But after a certain uh, set of events, he did agree to helping him train for the event. And in that training procedure, he taught him kata, which is uh, <clears throat> you know, obviously a more expressive version uh, of karate and uh, is loosely similar to tai chi let's say in sort of the chinese uh, kung fu side of things Um, and one of the references um, made earlier in the film is how useless kata is in a real fight Um, and i don't think that's necessarily wrong to say i'm not gonna use this podcast to talk about whether or not it can be used or cannot be used in a fight it seems like this is not the point of the scene so I'll explain this in a minute. So, in the scene, it's the final fight, and in a nutshell, Daniel Larusso is getting his—he's getting his uh, butt kicked. He's getting destroyed. He's getting hurt. Um, his opponent is going through all kinds of similar tactics to Johnny in the first one, uh, illegal tactics, toying with him even, uh, and it comes to a point where it's a sudden death situation. And Daniel's morally, um, mentally uh, destroyed. And it's at this moment, the soundtrack really picks up. This is uh, mm-hmm. something that I took note of. Um, it was just an amazing set of uh, sequences in the soundtrack to bring you to that point. And <clears throat> Daniel's like, I can't do this anymore. I wanna go home. And and Mr. Miyagi's trying to talk him out of it. He's like, Hey, hey, listen, Daniel, Danny, come on, listen, listen. I can't remember the exact words, but it gets to a point where he's, he says, Mr. Miyagi says probably the most important line in the entire uh, scene. It's okay to lose to the opponent, but you must not lose to fear. Like it is, you just, do. you take a step back at any point in, in anyone's life. How many times have you faced a problem faced your fear you feel exactly the way daniel russo felt in that situation he just wants to go home he wants to pack it up he wants to avoid the conflict and at that moment when mr miyagi says you must it's okay to lose the opponent that's fine but you can't lose a fear And, and it just snaps him out of that just out of that 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 spiral of thoughts of negativity and he says the next most important part in the scene he says The most, what did he say exactly? He said, your best karate is still inside of you. Now time let out is what he says. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the most beautiful part about that is he doesn't tell him exactly what to do. (laughs) He doesn't tell him, (laughs) all right, go ahead. What you need to do is X, Y, B. uh, You need to break out your kata and break them out of the rhythm. He doesn't say that. He doesn't say that at all. And that's the most beautiful part about this scene. And Daniel, you can see his eyes flickering and understanding as he's trying to explain to him, you know, first, okay. It's okay to lose to the opponent. Must not lose to fear. And he's like, and he still, like, he acknowledges, you know. He, he says, yeah, I'm afraid, man. I'm unafraid. afraid. I'm really afraid. And then he says, your best karate's still inside you. Not time to let it out. And it's just at that moment, he just realizes. he just He just gets into a different zone. It's just... Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it's just beautiful. But what's kind of cool that comes afterwards is, you know, you got get Mike Barnes coming in there. The uh, the antagonist goes, you suck, daddy. You suck. You suck. Your, Jap- your <laughs> Japanese teacher knows nothing, man. Your Jap- Japanese teacher knows nothing, man. It, it, it's it's kind of funny because it's comical looking at it 30, 40 years later. But at yeah. the same time, those thoughts are absolutely reflective of I bet you everyone has faced this as kids, as grownups, grownups, adults. This is such an, a great scene for so many different reasons. Like there's there's always that negative talk hitting you, you know, whether it's yeah, yourself yeah. or others, and and those cheesy lines, however you want to however you want to identify them, they absolutely ring true, and you can bring that to everyday life because it's happened. I'm certain <laughs> it's happened to me for sure. Mm. And of course, you know, he breaks out into his kata, and, you know, it's, it's epic because the very thing that I think Terry Silver had said wouldn't work, worked in this case because it you know, <laughs> sort of baffled him, uh, kind of just, you know, threw him off his game and rhythm and he got the point, right? And the final thing I will say, and there's so much more to say about this, I will say the most... And I said the most beautiful moment, it was that line. But honestly, the most beautiful moment was at the end. He embraces Mr. Miyagi. You can just see the genuine just affection for each other and respect. Mm-hmm. You know, the way he ca- even caresses his face and how he, he takes Mr. Miyagi's arms and raises it up. And he's pointing to him. You know, this is a victory for us, not a victory for me. There's mm. just so much in this scene that I can break down. It, it, it's probably one of the most beautiful scenes that I've ever I've ever reviewed, I would say, and I've ever hmm. seen, and and there's just it it it. it I will stop there because I can keep going, but Alex, I want you to, <laughs> to 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 weigh in here before I just get too carried away.
1: Yeah, one thing I I picked, or at least it appeared to me, was uh, when he was down just before he got up to 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 get that final point in the sudden death. As he looked, it looked like the filmmakers were trying to portray that he was being goaded on by as you say for not not just the is his uh, Mike Barnes the opponent in particular yep. but even the, the the crowd and then um silver and then uh sensei John Reese, and, and and they were all just jeering at him and stuff and he's he's looking at them he's looking down and as you say he's he's realizing like oh yeah i guess i, I haven't i've been losing because i ha because i haven't been bringing out my best karate yet and I'm not going to stand for this. I'm not going to let you talk about you know Mr. Miyagi that way, my Dojo that way, the, my Karate that way, and I'm I'm going to stand up for it, and, and I'm not going to take it. And then he he got up and he he did something about it. Um, yeah, cool. And
0: yeah, that's that yeah. that that's absolutely what happened. I mean, those those yeah. those egging on insults helped fuel. Mm. his uh how it helped 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 him reset basically because without that, I don't think he was able to do it I mean the villain was so good in this situation and i i i I just can't believe just how emotional that scene with the soundtrack and everything it just it was perfect in many ways it was absolutely perfect um and I I, I use this scene over and over again um, not only for myself but I showed it to my daughter and I told her look how many times have you felt this way many many times I'm sure in your short life but Mm -hmm. you know go back to this this is something that you can use if you're not feeling right go to the scene it seems odd but (laughs) it um, she got it immediately she hasn't seen the film but you don't need to you see the scene you get it yeah
1: yeah um one thing could be said, perhaps, is I, I recall now, because I had just um, watched it, that he, uh, Daniel didn't actually, I don't think he initiated a single attack up to that point. Yeah, he sucked.
0: <laughs> he sucked. Yeah, hey, you was, know what? To be honest, I loved this part of the movie. Daniel, knew, Daniel in a real fight would have got killed. He was not the better fighter. But that's uh-huh. not the point of what this was. And that's kind of what's interesting about the you know karate in, in the 80s, right? It was basically based on point system and la, 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 la. But the movie doesn't try to make him as a superhero like he was the best fighter ever. And that's what's so genuinely interesting about movies back in the day. It didn't try to pretend what it could, what wasn't. Um, and Karate Kid was great for that. He wasn't, It was about his journey, his struggles, the challenges he faced and how he overcame them. That's what it was about, and and that's I think that's why a lot of people love this, the series, and Cobra Kai is 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 just banking on that now.
1: Hmm. Uh, in a sense, he there was just that window of, of a chance that okay, it's sudden death, and here's my my chance, as opposed to trying to get a full three points and then. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little of a, a tortoise and hair situation here where sure. it, overconfidence in the guy. So it got to the sudden death. That's right. So Daniel realized, okay, this is my one chance to get some kind of hit to actually pull right. a victory out of this. And it was to his perhaps um benefit that he had not attacked up to that point. So it's a little sure. bit like baseball where nothing but breaking <laughs> balls and slow stuff and slow stuff. And then finally on the on after when there's two strikes, finally throwing the fastball and he wasn't ready for it. Where in this case he wasn't ready for, oh, he's actually going to go do something now right. in this case. Uh, I think you're, you're 100%
0: right. I think yeah. if you look at how Daniel approached the fight, there was absolutely fear in his eyes completely. Like he, he didn't mm-hmm. feel he could win at all. But as soon as he got off up that mat, everything changed, right? You know, as soon as they met each other up, he, he bowed to Mr. Miyagi first. All of mm-hmm. a sudden, you know, and the music changed, it was great. But in his eyes, the confidence, everything changed. So, yeah, the kata was distracting, but um, I think you're right. Like, all of a sudden, everything, and, and that, th- that, throws someone, that would throw someone off. It happens all the time in sport, where someone is winning emphatically, and then all of a sudden, something changes, and you get thrown off. And I, and I think realistically this is, this is a good depiction of that. Um, So yeah, no, I think that um, there are several things to pick out from this. Uh, I was actually looking at the, um, I was trying to find the, uh, the soundtrack composer. I think it's Bill Conti. I I don't even know the name. Like I'm a music guy and I can't recall (laughs) the soundtrack composer. And I was t- not terrified, but I was like, "Wow, how can I not know this name?" I look at, I look it up on Wikipedia, and he's got a laundry list of stuff he's done from the seventies, eighties—maybe well, not the seventies, eighties for sure. In um, uh, *Karate Kid*, he did all of them, and it's a beautiful okay, score. Okay. It's an absolutely beautiful score. So, uh, you know, hats off to the team and the crew and everything else but um for all those reasons i listed above i think it's the most beautiful scene honestly
1: good yeah um definitely life lesson uh, to be extracted and, and learned out of there and a uh, teachable
0: moment yeah. yeah for sure it's certainly a teachable moment and um as i've told you in the past too i love these i love these movies where you have the mentor and the mentee um mm-hmm. you know Kid obviously is about that but um, where it's not just one learns from oh, one, it's just one way. It's, it's never that way. It's, it's both ways. And it's that beautiful sort of marriage of um, things. And the same thing happened, in, I think it was two podcasts ago when we were talking about Scent women, Woman. Same thing. Very similar, right? in in that way, uh, where the mentor and the mentee and that story and the journey. Uh, I love those stories. Absolutely love those stories.
1: Another thought I had is we might be able to infer here from from how uh, Mister Miyagi behaves, or uh, like the action and inaction of mm-hmm. not doing or saying much, all the way up to this point. And 100%. so he was kind of like masterful in that. Okay, I'm going to let him live live the moment, experience, I guess, in this case, literally the pain um, until I see that maybe he can't. If, if i don't intervene then he might just you know right. jump ship or whatnot so here's the time that as as the master i'm going to actually say something says exactly the right stuff to to motivate him just the right way and as you say uh not not getting to the technicals of okay you're going to block when he's getting ready <laughs> yeah, for yeah. His, his right hook in this at that time it's just a lot more on 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 the philosophy and motivation side of it and says mm-hmm. just enough and then Backs off and says nothing further. and doesn't even uh, gesticulate from the sidelines or whatnot. He said what he, he said his piece, and then he's quiet and
0: yes, uh, yes.
1: just just a you know a calm face and it just observes what's going to happen next.
0: Well, it's 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 similar to you know the quiet person in the room. And then when that person says something, like says something and it's meaningful and let's say valuable, useful, all those things. You stand up and listen. It's sort of that uh, contrast between, you know, not saying anything at all, and all of a sudden you're saying something, so you really stand up and listen. And I think you're right. In this case, as Daniel's going through this cyclical negative thoughts of being afraid and everything else, Mr. Marga, actually yells at him. He says, hey! And that's what got his attention. It was actually yeah, a, yeah. it was hey! And then Daniel just snaps out of his, yeah, out of that, uh, and yeah, feeling sorry for himself, yeah. Right, right. So, and that's when he was able to say his piece, and that was it.
1: Uh, yeah, and a lot of contrast between Miyagi versus <laughs> Silver and right. the other hand, it just... Yammering and yammering away, yeah. throughout the fight,
0: it was so funny, so cheesy, eh? How they were yeah, talking. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, I'm enjoying this. Look at this. I like this better than I thought.
1: Now the real pain begins.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like, wow. How was this written back in the day? But again, you're right. It's 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 a it's a contrast between that and yeah. Mr. Miyagi, and it's just so impactful that way when you when you have that color contrast and in, in behavior and in diction and and everything else but yeah it's a fantastic scene love it motivational teachable all that kind of stuff yeah mm. good stuff so with that that concludes 38 thank you all for joining us again We have a a pretty exciting lineup. Well, maybe not a lineup, but the next, I don't know if it's the next uh, episode, Alex, but I think we have uh, someone you have teed up for us to potentially interview. And I was uh, pretty excited about it. So we will obviously talk about it then. But I wanted to get a little bit of a teaser out there Uh for those that are listening. Yeah, that's going to be
1: good. Uh, Excited. we will be cool to have another guest on.
0: Mm Mm-hmm yeah can't wait so thanks everyone for joining um have a good morning afternoon evening yep bye bye y'all take care thanks for listening
1: you can email us at scene review at 20digit.com and find us on youtube by searching for 20 digit productions and we're 20 digit on twitter and instagram note that our website and all our online ids are spelled with numbers two zero d-i-g-i-t Thanks for listening to the 20-Digit Scene Review Podcast.